What a mighty God we serve. That's a, that's a song, a chorus based on Deuteronomy 6.13, which says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him. All right, we'll be right. We'll sing it again and again and again. No. All right, let's, let's all stand, all right? Let's all stand. We're singing, What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before and the door in. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty serve. What a mighty God we Uh, class dismissed. Classes, I should say. Good morning. It's very difficult for First John. First John chapter three. Very difficult lesson. It's a some hard things to understand. Uh, by the way, I want you to know that I'm going to pictures on the front of little David. Uh, look at them. Look at these pictures. He can pray for liturgy uh, soon when he's gotten up. So pictures here for you to pray for him. All right, First John chapter three. First John chapter three. Difficult lesson because uh, this. Short passage of scripture is a little bit hard to understand, hard to harmonize, and so I will give you the best that I can give to you, and you may have an answer to this part that is a bit hard to understand. First John chapter 3, then verse number 6, 6 through... First John chapter 3, 6 through 9. It says this. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth not, uh, whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither know him. Verse righteousness is righteous, even as he is right the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Verse 9. Whose God doth not commit sin? For his seed remaineth in him. He cannot sin, because he is born of God. Verses have been dealt with for a long What is the controversy? Look at those verses again. Do you see a controversy? Huh? I'm afraid we'll... What? Your reaction should be... So look at verse 6 again. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Now that should raise something in you. What? Verse number eight is of the devil. You should have a reaction. Verse nine, another reaction. Whosoever is born, God 
doth not sin. These verses. What you're reading here is that somebody who is saved does not sin. Now, that's what you're reading. HPD or in another place. But we all know that since we have been saved, we still have this tendency to want to sin. So how does that experience? Can you appreciate the dilemma here? Okay, I need to I need to get I need to get reaction from the corpses here. Okay. <laughs> I need to get some reaction from those who are sitting upright. Now if you're sitting upright, that means you're alive. It means you're alive. Now you could be slumping, you, could, you must have something going on in here. It says you don't sin. If you abide in him, you sinneth not. He that committeth sin is of the devil. There's an association with sin to the devil. It's kind of hard to get all these things straightened out because in your mind there's a conflict. The conflict is your practical Christian compared to what these verses seem to know. I want you to see verse number, chapter uh, is, I brought the wrong Bible today. It's not as marked as my other Bible, Bible, but the verse I'm looking for says five, but in chapter three, I'm looking for the, we know, we know, or ye know, ye three fifteen. all right, whosoever hateth his brother is a, Yes, verse 14. We know, we know, we know. Hereby we know. Yes, thank you. So we know, we know. So understand these verses is we will about what we know. Okay? We must we must know something. We know some things. We know four things. To try to understand if you're a Christian, if you sin, you're up to the what it appears to say, we will explain by what we know. So we'll go to what we know. And you, can you turn that thermostat down a little bit? What is it at? 60? 60. Actually, that French is made. It's like burning me up on the inside. All right, here's what we know about the Christian sinning. John writes, John writes, so John, and the second and third, he's writing to save people. Save people. We know that. Little children. He tells them, you need to confess. First John chapter 1, look at verse number 7. Though we don't know some Christ, his son cleanseth us from... Legally, in fact, look at these verses, we went over them five weeks ago. Look at them again, verse number 7. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, with another, and the blood of Christ his Son cleanses us, that's after you that's after you have trusted Christ, you still sin, not that you would like to, but you still sin. And so he says this, the blood of Christ, and sins as you commit as a Christian. Right? If we say that we have no sin, well, judiciously, we have no sin in God's eyes. So he must be taught no sin in God's eyes. So he must be taught about something in this lifetime, practically, we deceive ourselves and the truth is done in us. Now it's a known verse. If we confess our sins, well, I thought you confessed your sins when you got saved. You did. You 
ask the Lord to see you did that. Whenever that starts says, He is faithful and just to and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But He already did that. So when does He confess our sins? Say. Whatever that verse means, verses 6 through 9 in 1 John 3, it does not whatever that means, it doesn't mean you're these verses here because of this fact. So can you appreciate the dilemma though? We do know, we do know that we confess our sins now. We also know that we have this potential. This pot Why do we have a potential sin? This. Okay, this is a Very mean dog. Dog. Alright, he's very mean. You ever see these very mean dogs? Um, these very dogs? Uh, in, there's a couple of dogs that's very mean. I saw him I, on his, um, his uh, just all of a sudden, this guy, and he, you know, tried to shake it off. He, let's say that animal is taken away. He's taken away. Lexus, all, no, I'm sorry, not Lexus. Teslas, yeah. <laughs> Got three Teslas, okay? And this swimming pool, got the seven bedroom home, which way up there at the top, way at the top. Um, four plants or something like that. I know Core Street. I said, what? I know Core Street is like this. You begin off a column all the way. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm grumbling all the way. I'm looking down to my, I see the night. Oh, what a nice view, what a nice, what a nice view. I'm thinking, I mean, back downhill. I'm going up and up and up. This thing is endless. Finally get to the top and I'm grumbling all I'm thinking on this view in second gear, maybe first gear. It was horrible. I get up there, I park the car on level ground. She goes and wait to, and I, ah oh man, here, I'm breaking all the way down. I'm thinking, this is not good. Mm -hmm. Mile and a half downhill, back to Kalani Ani Oli. Now, why did I tell you that story? Uh, <laughs> the dog up there, in a better neighborhood. <laughs> it's a Hawaii neighborhood, with the top, with the top. <clears throat> new owner, new dog tags, everything is great. Let me ask this question. Is this dog a different dog because it has a different master? Think, think, think. Is the dog less less prone to attack kids in a different neighborhood? Why is it? Did you say it's the same dog? Same doggy. And bit the other guy. He can do the same thing. No matter if you got a new one or not. Okay. And food. He has sleep on. I mean, this dog is pampered, but that dog is still a dog. And if that dog ever saw a kid walking by, that dog is just going to go after that kid or an adult because that's what his nature is. Do you know what you have in you? You got a dog nature. You know what you have in you? No matter if you belong, you belong to your owner, don't you? You've got a dog nature, even though you're saved. So we know, we know some saved people after they've been saved must sins because they sinned. But have the potential to do great. You still have that dog nature in you. Now, everybody look up here, please. <laughs> I see good looking people. I see sometimes happy people. Sometimes I see a few grouchy people. But I see and you see people who are saved, but we have a dog nature. In here, wolf wolf. Actually, the dog says, I want to get out. Do what a dog does. That's what a, your nature does. 
And so Wu's in a lot. Okay? Now let me ask this other thing. What we do know also is that the greatest Christian struggled with sin. Struggled with sin. Who would that greatest Christian be? He's not living today. You don't know him personally. You've never met him. Spurgeon is not. Whoever you admire as a Christian, he or she is not the greatest. The greatest Christian is long gone to Paul. Turn to Romans chapter 7. Sure. Romans chapter 7. So far, we're looking at what the Bible says in comparison to what John said. That if you're saved, if you know God, you don't sin. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Look at 14, verse 14. Because when you do sin or are tempted to sin, you would realize you want to sin because of your old nature. Now, that he, that he mentions man or mankind, the weak nature flesh is your sinful, the sinful part. Number 14, we know that the law is a concarny, but you need to get certain kind of vitamins and beef is good for you. Now, I'm not a doctor, I'm not saying take my beef. I am carnal, so not a good nature to be part of, but he can't 15. For that which I do, what I would do, or would, doesn't that sound like a real contradiction? What I like, what I do, which that which I do, I allow not. I should do something, but I don't want to do it. That what I that which I would do not, what I hate, that I do. I don't want to do this, but I want to do it. What's going on here? This is the being a saved man. Let's keep reading a second. Verse number 16. If then I do that which I would not, I consent under unto the law that it is good. The word consent is important in this passage in the context of what we're trying to study out. Verse number 17. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is my flesh, dwelleth me. For the will is power to perform that which is good, I find not. For the not. But the, now if I do that, I would. I find in a law that when I love God after the inward of my mind, and bring me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. This is why he says, verse 24, O wretched man that I am. What is this all about? Because he's saved, he has that inner man that desires to do the right things. But because he still is in this, is in him by his nature to want to sin, but the new man says this is wrong, and he acknowledges that it is wrong. He agrees with that, but he still has to want to do something wrong. The dog idea. You can put dogs. You ever see these people who have, that they dress them up? Now during this coming holidays, and they go walking with them with a tuxedo, three-piece suit, a little chihuahua. I used to see a cat that dogs on at. Oh, what a well-behaved dog you have. Oh, you like some of you. <laughs> a walk at a bus stop. What's the first thing you're going to do? Open it. Who said open? What's the first thing you do? Now, if you're a Christian, uh, somebody, that's what you would do. Right? Oh, somebody, you chase down the street for two miles. <laughs> you're so good. <laughs> then someone's going to pick this up and say, you're picking up, they're going to do this. That's what some people would do. Between the two, 
Christ in him, he wants to do the right thing. That's what he wants to do. But then if the bus has gone by, he's by himself, 10 o'clock at night, he says, what am I going to do? Open the wallet. Let me do this right, okay? Open the wallet. Looking for? Maybe an ID. <laughs> wolf, wolf. <laughs> Brother. The wallet, you might first look for the ID. Oh, okay. And then you might you might call call the cop nine one one, non emergency call, and you look for credit card. Then you look the, you look for the cash part. It's the, it's, this is my wallet. No cash. <laughs> Just a couple. I have filled out the survey. I have a survey code. I'm gonna make that and get two for one. Did you know that? Good thing you came to church today. <laughs> I got three of them over here. They're good for you to fill them out. Did you know it's to you? <laughs> if it has a chance to do wrong, if it's not careful, if you're not careful, you will do wrong. If you have a chance to, which will lead us to the next thing. But you understand so far that when John writes, first John is to save people who has reason, okay? So if first John 3, 6, those people who have sinned, they're of the devil. This is the dilemma. My wife is what? Yeah. Okay, good. I, I just, okay. Well, I you sure? Yeah. Uh, John 3. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So can you just... Tongue in cheek. Uh, it is all the Word of God. True. When I say, if it is true, that is not putting doubt on what I am reading. It is just to say, as a man, I wonder about this. That's all. So it is, to clarify, um, it is all true. Genesis 1-1 to the last verse of Revelation is true. That's what I've heard, and you do not know everything about it. Even though some things are milk, there are things also, and there are some scriptures in here that are really hard to, it's not true. It just, we don't get it. Don't get it. It's still true. Whatever it means, we're not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. I can just go back and understand some, what is what I don't know. Then I can say, well, whatever this means, I know it doesn't mean you still sin. Whatever that person is. Practically, we still sin. We don't want to, but we still do. Now, how can you and I, as Christians, our flesh, the temptation to sin, things that will happen when you will never sin? Occasions. Here's what they are. Okay, close your eyes until I say. When you're dead, when you're dead anymore, not sin in occasion which you will not sin. Can you just corporate with me? Close your eyes. All right. Okay, look up. At the rapture, if you die before the rapture, that's when you. Till then, you will have the potential to sin. To emphasize the. About sin, uses the word sin. Close to 20 about this, and remember in context, when we look at 1 John 3, uh, it's called entire creation. Though, uh, these two terms, the idea that in this lifetime, from this world, that you are sinless, you don't sin anymore. That's what some churches, some denominations teach. Is that possible? 
as we say about certain things, that's not sustainable. Unsustainable. You cannot come to the place where sin. Anymore, never argue with your husband or your wife. Now, if you say, get mad at her, you hang, yes, Sunday. You Christian liar. You never get mad at anything? No, we, we do, don't we? Well, look, this is not sustainable because the Bible says, so whatever these men I'm up, where am I? Galatians to sin, but to love by love, serve one verse 14. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Keep reading. Verse 15, but if ye bite and devour one another. Now, it's not a good thing to bite and devour one another. <laughs> that is a real spirit. Bite and devour one another. <laughs> you see those guys with all the you. I was in church and I got bitten and devoured. Bitten and devoured by little kids in the nursery. No, no, no. The word that you use. Chew somebody's head off. Don't bite his head off. Sometimes people say, he ripped my face off. How? With his words. I heard that one pastor, he was saying, I was down and scream something he did, and then ripped his face off verbally. Put him down. And isn't that hilarious? <laughs> As I say then, watch carefully. This is how you can have victory over your flesh. Walk in the spirit, and ye shall, the next word is, not fulfill the lust of You can. Christian life. Now, the Christian life that is victorious, he says this, um, uh, and ye shall not fulfill, you should not fulfill, you won't commit, you should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Here's what you really are looking at here. When he tells you lust of the flesh, here's what he's telling you. He's telling you, you will give you. Not giving into it. Now, the real truth from what the Bible is telling us is that then ye shall not fulfill. Put a little hyphen there. You will sin. You bite somebody else. That is something we know. When you're right with God, you're not in the flesh. You're not thinking in the flesh. You're more well behaved. You're less carnal. You're less dog. You won't bark as much. Not giving in to your flesh. Raise your hand if that makes sense to you. Verse number 17, back and forth. The flesh lusted again, wants you to sin. The Holy Spirit in you wants you to not sin. There's a battle going on. And these are, the word is contrary. They're against one another. One team against the other team. The good, the good team is the Red Sox, the bad team is the Yankees. Each other. Any sporting event is against the opponents. They're called the opponents. Opposition. Your opponent is your flesh. The Holy Spirit in you wants to not sin. The flesh in you wants you to sin. That applies to many different particulars in life. And how many of you here like to take orders? I did. How many know? How many of you know that if you don't take orders, there's a penalty for not taking orders? How many of you realize that when at, during lockdown with COVID, the penalty was if you don't lie, if you don't comply with our wisdom, fine. You know what that is? A now, all that is to explain, you have to fight back, attacking other animals, the animals fighting other animals. When the lion, the leopard, the cheetah, whatever animal goes again, and I watch in slow motion, when that animal comes to protect the neck, and they don't let go, I saw a lion get flipped up in the air five feet. 
teaching me lessons about human nature. So you're going to have to think these verses are for the unsaved. Well, that would be true because the unsaved, if they're out of control, horrible things to another human being. Human trafficking, destruction of another person's body, reasons, robbing people, uh, just controlled. How do you reverse that? You've already read how you can stop that or slow it down. That John writes to Christians who potentially can sin. And the way to cut it down is to walk in the Spirit. 22, 23. Look at verse 24. Because you carry out, you carry through Galatians. Ephesians chapter 4. Drop down. Verse 20. Watch the wording carefully. Because that's a choice that you make. Verse 24. Put on, putting away. 26. Be angry and sin not. That's a choice. 27. Neither give place to the devil. That's a choice. 28. Let him that stole steal no more. Stop there. Let him that stole steal no more. Now what if a person says, I can't help myself. My flesh wants to steal. I've been stealing when I was himself. And maybe it's easier for him to steal because he's so accustomed to stealing. About stealing. Verse 25. Stop stealing. <laughs> Is that what he says? But wherever you work, I will not steal as much as last month. kind of things. Uh, housing authority people stealing $200,000 uh, over a period of years. What? Nothing wrong with that? She didn't do it all at one time. Where she could be. No, she did it little at a time. Pretty sneaky little Japanese. Well, she was. Sneaky little Filipino. It was Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let him that's still here those two more. If that is the problem with somebody, all you got to do is say, Look, I'm a Christian. The Holy Spirit's in me. The Bible says, What does it say? Stop it. But I just can't help myself. Stop yourself. Stop stealing. You got nothing to steal except cigarette inmates. That's not a fun thing. So, if it's just an example of stealing, it could be in many different things. You, you cut it down, you stop doing it. You, you stop being angry, sin not. You got a quick trigger. You got a short fuse. You get, always get angry. Fast. A one-inch fuse. Are you crazy? Watch this. Look at this. Watch this. Got because of stink eye. You got to remember. You ever see these clips about people who chase after people out of road rage? Short fuse. Let him that has a short fuse. In other words, we do have the choice to have a victorious Christian life. If we just would obey what the Bible says. So in our first John, what is possible is that you can sin less. You will not be sinless in this lifetime. But you can have strength by the word of God. Don't respond to the stimuli of one. Now look, I have to end with this. Oh, I, I would. I don't know what I would do for that. But uh, sometimes, and I used to like, I used to like Coke. Once I used to like Coke and Pepsi. 7-Eleven, Big Gulp. Super big gulp. And we tried Pepsi one time. You know that thing tastes like... Now listen carefully. It tastes like... Ugh. Oh, it is so... But before, years ago, it was like, Oh, man, I went to bed. Because I thought it relaxed me. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Dumb. Coke doesn't appear to me. Pepsi doesn't appear... I see people... You. Now, I don't say it because... I have a desire for it. All right, so that's... Uh
1 John 3, verses 3 through, uh, I didn't give an answer. I'm not sure if I have an answer. I just can tell you what we know. And that's what we know. Maybe next month I'll understand it. Maybe you will. Maybe you already understand it. Let me know. Everything is so easy to understand. Okay, we need to stop. Uh, uh, in about, um, ladies, you can go there and pray.